Welcome to Small Talk with Raincraft. I'm Subha, a leadership and executive coach. And I'm Hasita. I'm a marketing strategist. We're just two people who love to talk and love to learn. And this is us being curious about the world around us. Join us. Welcome Small Talkers. Today I'm happy to have Meeta Sharma Gupta, the founder of Shumi Toys. Shumi is a 7-year-old toy brand that brings sustainable toys to children all across the world, handcrafted by artisans across India. Shumi Toys are handmade, child-friendly, child-safe and truly sustainable and believe in the philosophy of completely open-ended play where play is 90% the child and just 10% toy. Before venturing out as an entrepreneur, Meeta was a researcher with IBM TJ Watson. After her PhD from Harvard and her engineering from IIT Delhi, I have seen firsthand how Meeta builds Shumi on a daily basis with a lot of love and care. So please do listen in. There's so much to learn from her. Hi Meeta, welcome to Small Talk with Raincraft. So happy to have you here. Hi Shubha, good to be here. Thanks for having me here. My pleasure, my pleasure. I think I've been fan of Shumi from day one, right? Since we met and I've watched it grow into something so wonderfully big, I must say. How do you feel if you, you know, think about okay, from where you started to where you are today, what's the first thought that comes to mind? So I think I feel very grateful, Shubha. So I feel grateful for the journey that I have had so far because when I started, to be really honest, I did not know how to get where we are right now, but I knew that what I wanted Shumi to be. I wanted Shumi to be a brand which stands for play and everything good for the little ones in the early years. And what the scale is going to be, how we are going to get there was not something which I had any clue about. But uh, so I'm really grateful to be where we are grateful for all the love that we have got through the journey from our customers, the vendors that we partner with, from my team also, from everyone that we have associated with. I think that's what has made this journey very special for me. So it's been good. Lovely. I think the reason or why Shumi came into existence is is pretty clear and compelling, right? It is something that egged you on from day one. But as someone who came from such a technical research background at IBM and you've worked in a very different environment. Did you plan for this plunge? How did you handle this sudden shift in the kind of work that you're doing? So it was a big shift for me, Shubha, but it was a very unplanned because it was something which I knew that I wanted to do. Like I said, I did not know how to do it, but I took it as another challenge that, okay, this is something which can be done. It didn't look to me something which cannot be done at all. I knew there are things things in the ecosystems which exist or they would I would be for me it was that if I know what I want I will eventually slowly get there by or, and the journey will also take different courses because having done that at different points before I mean in my life I knew that things cannot always be planned so I this was one thing in my life which I went totally unplanned without any <laughs> but I think I have learned a lot in this whole process so Something I would say, I mean, I just, yeah, but just kept learning. I think I'm still learning. There are many things which unfolded for me, which I did not know about or which I did not know that will be things that I need to 
take care of or worry but lowly even with the smallest things like i was having a conversation with someone today for exports so we do export but also when we started export we said okay we are exporting but what all regularization come into play etc was not something which i even thought exist or we need to find out we started doing it we hit roadblocks we solved for it and i think we are in a better shape uh doing that so that has been the journey so far with shumi that we just keep going no yeah i've seen you do that i've seen you kind of really try and uh, jump into new things for shumi and yes it's been a process right just figuring it out and i think the mindset of you'll find somebody who can help you and you'll find a way to solve it what have you really had to unlearn over these past uh, about 6 7 years now yeah 7 years now 7 very active years so i think that i have to unlearn is that is to live with uncertainty to some extent like a uh, lot of uncertainty everything cannot be certain because i mean prior to shumi i had done things in life where there was always a chartered road for it to some extent or there was a lot of direction from everywhere things were processes were put together by I me mean, because those were very well defined processes my phd also i mean it was an uncertain journey but at least still there was a guide for me overall who was helping me here it was one thing was that okay you cannot always be on a guided path so that was a big unlearning for me in a way that you have to find solutions and you have to take the uncertain thing and that is one thing which i have always tried to do with shumi is that like try new things because you never know what will work and what will not i was not such a big risk taker shubha so i was not someone who would just do anything but i think that's one thing which i have unlearned and started doing it much more while i've been a shumi but let's keep trying i mean you never know what will work or what will not work we will only learn from it so that has been something and we have done many things wrong we have not everything that we did got the results that we thought it should but we have enjoyed the process we have enjoyed doing everything at shumi so at least i have i think no and i'm sure i mean have i've been in your team so i know we have and i'm sure all the children playing with all the shumi toys definitely are enjoying themselves and even the your stakeholders the kind of folks that you were you are now interacting with on a day to day basis right manufacturers artisans across india smaller businesses who you may partner with for different uh, reasons what's the challenge there that you find or what do you wish this was a little different or a little more organized maybe or so i think like especially for us being a brand which manufactures and does so there's a lot of uh, things which are out of our control in a way or we don't understand the processes completely so that sometimes is little unnerving because we plan for something and suddenly we see that there are different things which are we did not even know exist so those things are there even i think one thing that we i felt through this journey was maybe though india is a very booming startup ecosystem things are i mean there's so many startups coming up in everything but we don't have processes or guidelines very streamlined for startups in the early stages right i mean there is no guidance available readily uh, you have to go and scout for it or you have to hit that process or you have to hit that and then you try to learn so i really wish that there was something where you could, these are the few things you need to take care of these are the few compliances these are are uh, different things that you need to put together or these are the agencies or i mean whatever there is an ecosystem out there to help you on that so i feel that lot of 
time and effort especially in the very early stage right when you're just a one person or two or five person team right so you can't have everyone with high expertise on board or everyone who has done it all the time so that way i think it does get uh, because with for no reason you hit a roadblock which sets you back kind of thing also happens a lot like it should not have been a roadblock for you if you would have known it earlier so um, those kind of challenges are there in the last two years i mean with covid definitely i mean there have been challenges for each one of us in different aspects of life but as as a business also though we have grown and thrived in covid very grateful for that but i think there were things like again the raw material prices all these are also things which one unexpected things which we have not planned for and we cannot help it also but we have to go with the flow uh, on that so those kind of things when they hit you and especially when you are not funding is always a constraint to operate in certain fund like constraints so it, those are the stresses which come up in this thing but yeah I think like you brought up covid even a simple thing like are you allowed to deliver or not toys most likely won't be an essential item but where are they drawing the line and can you continue to take orders a very very dynamic kind of environment yeah yeah because when covid happened i mean the first lockdown i know it was uncertain for everyone nobody knew what hit us at that point then with that lockdown so for me also the worry was that how can i support my manufacturing partners because we are a small in my manufacturing partners are also small artisans and that so and for us also we needed our supply chain to work but we all worked together even where my artisans also supported us a lot in this but we also try to support in whatever way because we knew that this has to work in some it has to we have to keep going so those were the things that yeah the lies that when you have something you are responsible for more than yourself it is interesting what you said that there is also a commitment in some way to artisans and manufacturers that you've tied up with that there is a certain amount of business and probably the expectation is higher when during a difficult time like the pandemic have there been any really strong uh, groups or mentors because i i hear what you're saying it's it's even in women entrepreneur groups that i'm part of very often you find that the same questions are asked again and again anybody starting out faces similar struggles and i realized that over the few years that i've been in such groups our answers also have not changed too much there's no structured solution that we are really giving anybody that hey go to this place you'll find answers do this do that even something as simple as registering for gst each new entrepreneur seems to struggle with something or the other yeah that's one big step because you don't know where to look for these answers i mean you will eventually find that it doesn't warrant so much effort as certain things which are very common to every startup who would be getting into a startup like compliances for like even like gst se ho gaya anything like there are things that you have to find out but i think one thing in the last couple of years that the ecosystem has been growing so there are places you can quickly reach out to or find out but it's not something that you know ki ha yahan ja ke mujhe i'll get everything matlab you will not you will have to talk to multiple people gather that information i'm saying this maybe i should only they should be do something at least you're learning like remember shubha like when you were applying i mean when you were in engineering going for us masters and everything our seniors had a thing they book put together but there is no playbook as such for a startup 
and maybe also because startups are every startup has a different challenge in different spheres right but a certain things are still common many of us when we start i see that when we are running our own business or even even in a corporate role we do tend to kind of play to our strengths and really like you said it's it's a more efficient use of time right doing what you're already good at but entrepreneurship puts you into the deep sea in a lot of things which are unfamiliar or new and i continuously hear entrepreneurs say that i do the sales but i'm not a numbers person i leave that to my co-founder or my partner or somebody so how did you handle that did you find or in general do you find yourself enjoying that new challenge or do you like to outsource it and say hey let me stick to what i like to do or i'm good at i've done each one of this but as as we have grown i've started I mean, outsource. I am delegating it and having others look at it. But in the initial, you you need to get your hands dirty in every aspect. Like you need to look at sales, you need to look at marketing. In the initial times, Facebook ads. I'm those things were something which I also tried to do, understand. Because if you have to talk to somebody, then you really need to know what it even means. Those kind of things. But yes, eventually, then you start delegating. You start getting people who have more expertise and know how to take it in a better direction than you would have but you still need to have that over level picture that okay this means this and what they are giving me also stands for this so so that at least you can ask help in the next level problem solving that whatever needs to be done because uh, but what i enjoy most is like uh, planning the product line thinking on the creative aspects so i like that part uh, i even enjoy operations marketing i'm not a very good great marketing person <laughs> to be honest So, but I have a great marketing team, so they are doing a good job. But you're right. I think you need to know enough to even give them a bit of direction and feel comfortable that now I can let them take it forward because I kind of know what's happening, right? And one thing also, I realize that being a small team, each one of us gives ideas. Then it necessarily doesn't need to be the idea that you have in your own sphere of work, right? So. Uh, I mean, we have had discussions where we have had the whole team even discuss branding. Like, this is what the brand is standing to. So, or marketing ideas. Like, I mean, Shubha, you would also have seen that when we had campaigns, we were brainstorming it. Yeah, we were all having some viewpoint, and we wanted to do it. And I think that level of involvement from everyone also helps. Like, even in operations, when we have any operational difficulty, we have the product team also telling, okay. maybe this can be done differently that it helps the operations uh, whatever operational issue that we need to solve for so i think that's how we try to do it because we are a very small team like this and i think each one at any points we have all hands on board if required but you know interestingly mita i have repeatedly been telling hasita that one of the things when i do speak to mita i want to bring up is that she is such an amazing people manager and i used to wonder i don't think it's a label that you would probably give yourself but for many of us who have been associated with shumi in some way or the other i used to be really really amazed at how well you were able to give us our space thinking through ideas even executing them etc and even with that space make us feel like we just own this brand and even today i feel if i see something shumi it's immediately it's not that it's another company or a brand or it's like hey are we doing something okay that we thought comes into my mind rather than it being something external to me so how, how where do you think that comes from because you do it in such a pleasant 
way you do it in subtle way i would say there is no pressure on your team that i see overtly there is a lot of freedom to say what you want to say or experiment with things and to bring in new ideas and some will work and some will not but there is somehow with all that a great sense of ownership that is built in the team do you feel that as something that you very intentionally do or is it kind of a result of a lot of things that you do i'm really happy to hear that you felt that <laughs> thank you i think the one thing which i've always felt and believed is that each one of us is a very whoever is a shumi is an integral part of the journey i mean i cannot do some anything alone i mean it's always a team work we all have to come together and for me i feel that everyone that i have i'm really grateful for whoever has been a part of this journey from day 1 because i myself have learned a lot i i think i'm always in this learning mode that i am learning from everyone i do feel as i mean and everyone has their own strengths and i would like to play to everyone's strengths or uh, i feel that i might have something in my mind which might not be right but if somebody else feels any other way i would really love to hear that and similarly the other way around and that is the only way i think we can keep going and i think that's how we keep trying things also it's not an intentional thing but i think it's something which i actually and naturally feel that it's all of us together that will make this something yeah no i think that's how it comes out there's the authenticity in how you believe that this is how it should be i think naturally brings the team together you mentioned that you love the creative side and i think as a business owner now there's a huge operational side to the business obviously there is a huge creative designing these toys designing new products and there is also a facet of kind of being up to date in knowing child psychology child development what kind of toys are good for children what do you enjoy the most and kind of a part b to that how do you sift through so much of information that may be out there in terms of just what makes a good toy some of this comes instinctively sometimes you get that feeling that yes this makes sense and this is what you want to do and i try to listen to that a little bit more than uh, believing that i as maybe it's also been a natural style of mine shubha like i have always this dive first then swim through the waters and figured it out kind of thing without and not the other way around that have the complete knowledge and then take the next step i think because i think that has served me well that figure out things and because really knowing the solution sometimes is not that you'll just wait on it forever i mean both both approaches work actually i think you've crushed all kind of impressions of harvard phd and an ipm researcher awesome <laughs> yeah no but i think that's what works for me like it works for me to go in and just start solving it i think i'm by nature a restless person maybe because of that if it something comes into my mind i need to do it i don't know how it will come out but i just go ahead with it but i think there are many things which happen for us through the day and things are very dynamic also sometimes some part needs more information or attention than the others which is the part of any startup or any there but i've kind of now i mean like i said i give a lot of credit to my team here each one of them has a lot of ownership in what they do and they kind of handle it so there are things that and now i have to just step in when i am needed to solve to or escalate to any other point of external contacts that we need to do so that is where i do but that's how we have been now <laughs> doing it yeah 
So when you guys are designing new toys or thinking about a new product, right? What is innovation? Because finally, like let's say wooden toys or toys in this range, there is at least we feel that beyond a point, what more would you be able to do? And yet I see new and new ideas, right? Like something like your balance boards and the Waldorf boards and the Pickler triangles, they're all, like you said, intuitively, it should be a child's toy and it should be built well and made well. But in your mind, what is like the next big thing that you'd like to do or what does innovation look like? So I think what we have achieved so far is that we have established a strong early years portfolio where we are known for the toys and the play solution that we have like in the early years, zero to four. For us, I think now we also want to address and take this further to four plus and beyond uh, where we keep the play-based philosophy because we believe play is a very strong fundamental tool that a child has for learning a lot of things and even for adults. So we want to see if we can keep expanding this whole the sphere of play for the little ones and also beyond little ones as we do. So that's one challenge that we want to take up as we move on forward. But I think still even in the zero to four, there are things that we might be, which excites us sometimes and we think, oh, this is something we should also be looking at or this is a nice, this is a great idea to explore. And then we start doing that. Uh, so I think while you were saying that, saying that you'll go to a slightly older kids, I, I wanted to say that if you can figure out how to keep preteens and teens off gadgets, right? The funding will just pour in. I guarantee it. <laughs> I'm saying gadgets are all over the place. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think that's the charm of your range and what your approach, right? Like the whole concept of 90% play and it's all there. Just let the child explore, let the child have fun, let the child enjoy and don't, don't keep giving them rules and telling them this is how to play and this is how to do something. This is how you should have fun. I think we as adults also would not like to hear that for anything, right? Exactly, exactly. But we preach it so easily as parents. Speaking of youngsters, I think you have a very young and dynamic team, which is important in terms of the kind of work that you're doing, keeping a pulse of young moms and what's really happening out there in terms of marketing trends, etc., etc. How has it been kind of putting these team together and growing it and investing time in their growth and development? I'm sure it's not an easy thing to do. So the, it's very energizing also to see the young folks and how they think, I think, uh, I mean, I feel myself another generation uh, there. So I think from their conversations to understand what is exciting them and what we try, I mean, I try to also do is to give them again the freedom to explore because I think that exploration for them also is very important because being, while they need some direction also, I mean, they need to be aligned uh, with what we are having. But I think once you give freedom to somebody, then the alignment starts happening on their own. So that is very important. And that is what we have been trying to do. I mean, like uh, we in the team itself, you have, you have engaged with the team like Gauri, me, and we have Pia now. So we all try to keep this kind of a flow with the young members of the team that we have. We let them think. What do they want to do in this aspect? Like even if we have to come with a, up with a product line, so then this is the broader thing, but what would they want to put out there as a product? So that, that kind of a freedom or even in marketing, so in the visuals, uh, because I think they are full of ideas. So there are things they look at and they have a pulse on what is going on. So to some extent on the, the marketing or on the social media or understanding that part of it. 
so it helps to give them that autonomy to think through it i think even your uh, audience right young moms it slowly becomes newer and newer generations so what held true for us we were the oldies now so what <laughs> what held what childhood was to us is very different from what childhood was to the moms today so you have to keep that in mind as an audience but a lot of small business small and medium business owners do face a people challenge right a, a real and true people challenge in terms of hiring the right folks being able to groom them to really buy the vision that you have as an entrepreneur as a founder and then be able to take it forward and kind of invest your time and energy as an employee and grow with that brand right any tips to some of those out there who i repeatedly ask me that i'm not able to make them stick around or i'm not able to am i micromanaging too much or am i sometimes then if i let loose then i'm uh, not giving them enough direction like what is that sweet spot and how do i retain them and get them to really invest in my brand and my business i know that autonomy and this freedom has really worked for you and anything else as kind of tips to other business owners to be honest here also shubha we have also faced i mean we do have like we have had folks who have joined us left us for different reasons uh, at point but uh, i think at that point you have to be ready because everyone is on their own journey at some point right i mean you can uh, only do what you can do by giving them an environment in which they thrive but there are different reasons which this also happens but for us one thing that we have tried to do while even hiring is to look at the attitude i mean more than skill i think is attitude that matters you might not have the 100% skill that you need for that position but if you have the right attitude that okay this excites me or this is something i'm willing to learn and put the effort and i think that kind of hiring has helped us that also brings out the excitement for them because they are also learning few things they are coming and it's something exciting for them over there but if the i mean you need to have that attitude i think over these years i have learned this that that is the most important skill is also important but the most important is judging by the attitude of the person who is coming into your organization that you will know that and at any point if they need to move on then i think that is something which one has to also embrace and take it in that but yeah it's unlike maybe what we were also in the young time right we, we knew that okay we have this organization we would look for it for a little longer haul i think for uh, the younger generation now there's lot of options going around and i think it is yeah something but as long as when they are with you and if they have the right passion that they are working with you i think that's how at least at that point you can enjoy that relationship i think graciously letting go is also important because they will find newer ideas to chase and it's their journey too right when they're with you if they have that attitude which suits the kind of work that you want to do then and then work with that and grow with that so i caught you saying restless once is there another idea brewing is there like one more business that you'd like to kind of start or where do you see shumi in a few more years what would be that ideal outcome for shumi in a few years I mean, I very much say this because there's so many ideas that come to your one's mind. That like yesterday itself, like with Priya, I was discussing that. Okay, these are the different things that we can possibly do, and that makes you restless also because you want to do everything. Like you want to just go out and try all the different possibilities that you are seeing at any point. But again, to just you have to pick one and go after it. Like there might be, <laughs> and then you can't just start. I mean, we every day do that. So. 
we are at a point where we are seeing a lot of possibilities that we can possibly take as a next uh, point of time and i am hoping that we are able to understand which one we excites us more and we can go towards that my vision with shumi is to be the brand which comes to your mind when you think of play in india for your early in the early years especially because we want to be synonymous with play with everything good for your child and not only in india also i mean i would like it to be a brand out of india for the world so bad things but let's see how this goes <laughs> but yeah that's the i think you've made significant progress there right i mean shumi today is available across the globe in that sense but i think that's a lovely vision to chase that to be just so synonymous with play that young families and young mothers uh, think of shumi immediately when when you're thinking of what to bring home for your child and finally you're in the toy business so what is fun for you what do you guys do for fun and even the creative journey of maybe designing and testing a toy itself must be a lot of fun so what brings fun to the shumi team and to you so i think itself is i mean we have a lot of fun playing with our own toys and so at work i mean any new product itself i think which we are trying to we all try it out we have a lot of um, suggestions and alterations that we have for each other uh, and i think this everything because we find i don't know maybe i am a biggest fan of my own products <laughs> <laughs> that's the best yeah. but i like everything that we do shubha so i even like each and every post we put out on uh, social media this is like a uh, any packaging changes that we do anything that excites each one of us and i'm really grateful to see that in my team also like uh, we feel happy about what we are doing uh, whatever the results in terms of anyone else cares about it's the other thing is not in our control but we kind of enjoy seeing what we bring up what comes out of shumi i think that really excites us so I just think we have a board game coming out soon. It's a space-based theme, and I think we have played it, tested it so many times, even remotely, and in office. And every time, it's very exciting. Each one of us enjoys it, uh, and has so many inputs to give. So all these small things are fun elements that we do. But as a team, also we try to do different fun things together. Being a small team, and till now because of COVID, we are even smaller. But we try to at least engage in one. team building activity every few weeks where we try to do something together because i think that's the only way you can bond also beyond work and uh, being a small team that's very important so true and i know that your biggest fans from the early days have been your two boys and they've been fans guinea pig ad models everything <laughs> rolled into the two of them So how are they enjoying this journey or is it now like okay this is mama's business and it's not something that they jump into as much as they used to and they enjoyed but yeah i mean in the early days it was a different experience altogether for them because they were part of everything we did and and anything new that we do they try to understand what is happening and if they have they and they are very blunt with if they like it or they don't like it. <laughs> so for example again coming back to this board game i mean they were so blunt with their feedback i mean i felt scared telling it to my team at that point okay the first level of feedback but i think that did help uh, change few things but uh, they're like okay this won't work this and now they also understand different aspects so my younger one 
is hoping to be here with us for as a marketing intern soon because he thinks he has great ideas that he wants to give us so i think they still feel a part of it but in a different way i think they are also evolving in their own thought process <laughs> but yeah yeah i agree with you i love the way kids also grow with our business and they start to understand the different aspects of this marketing this finance and this running the day to day and it's i think a amazing exposure when somebody in the family is running a business like this for the kids it's an amazing exposure true they get to see it first hand they get to understand what are the challenges also because everything isn't rosy as rosy as it looks on the external side they see the real struggles also yeah i think it makes all of us that much more uh, empathetic to other businesses that we interact with or services that we get right that yes things can go wrong sometimes or everybody's probably trying their best behind the scenes and we'll we'll give it one more shot i think you're very right even for me i think after doing this i become so empathetic towards brands also shubha to understand yes <laughs> they are trying to put their best foot forward they may falter at different points but nobody is there to just do something really bad right i mean there are correct correct so all the best to shubhi i really miss our days of brainstorming on limited resources and trying to figure out what can we put out there and then reminding ourselves that probably the moms today are a little younger than we are and we need to step into their shoes and figure out what's new and exciting but i think the shubhi journey while being working with you and now watching from the sidelines has continues to be an exciting one so I wish each of you all the very best and we'll keep a lookout for new and innovative stuff from the Shumi stable. Thank you. Thank you Shubha. Really enjoyed having you and working with us over here. So it was and I do miss it too, but I'm hoping sometime again our paths will cross and you will be back with us. But thank you for all the good wishes and it's always good to know there's a friend looking out for you. Definitely always. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Bye. Hi. Thank you for listening till the very end. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you'd like to leave us a note about the episode, please do write in at connect@raincraft.in or drop us a voice message at speakpipe.com/raincraft. All the details about our guest today and how you can find us on social media are available in the show notes so please do have a read and catch you next time